Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking. Welcome into the WTF Wednesday edition of the show. Andrew Coppins, Pat only alongside you every Monday through Friday noon Eastern is when the show drops on Rumble. Rumble.com backslash critical thinking is where you can subscribe. Hit that pause button. Let us know you like the content. Thank you for everybody who's commenting and showing us love and support in this transition uh, period for the show. And of course, you can always listen via um, podcast. And do not forget this week, we are debuting a brand new feature for all of the critical thinkers out there, those that subscribe at criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. Your $5 a month gets you access to the afterthought, not the aftermath, which is apparently what I said yesterday, uh, thus proving the point um, that you don't hear everything that comes out of your own mouth sometimes. (laughs) But yes, the afterthought, which by the way, Pat, um, today, what are we going to be talking about in the afterthought? Uh, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about some, uh, the, the, how do I put this? They are essentially companies in Russia that kind of fill that, that vacuum, um, for, for their economy, for world trade, I guess. Um, yeah. And, and, and um, we're going to, we're going to talk the concept of has woke capitalism killed capitalism. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it because of what's going on in Russia, um, mm-hmm. where I believe there are a who's who of corporations, multinational corporations um, involved in in stuff in Russia or not involved. And we'll talk about that in the afterthought. Again, you'll get it for free, but you have to go to, to become a member of the critical thinking community at criticalthinking.locals.com. I know there's a bunch of different spaces, um, but you are also going to see over the course of 
um, the next few weeks, us doing some things on Instagram. So follow us on social media. I'm at The Coppin Show. He is at The Pat Oni Show. We'll be uh, doing some things, giving you a little tease of what's on the show, what's coming up in programming, and and some comments um, about things that might not even make the show. Um, but yeah, you're going to want to follow us. Uh, thank you to everybody who does. Again, I'm at The Coppin Show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Getter. Same for Pat at The Pat Oni Show. All right, so let's get into the bulk of WTF Wednesday because we have a lot, like, Almost this entire show feels like a WTF moment. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Um, yesterday, the shocker of all shockers, Joe Biden announced that Russia, um, we're not going to, we're, we're going to ban all of the importation of oil from Russia. Now, Pat, I don't know about you, but um, this feels like a rock in a hard place at this point in time. It does. But we just put a ton of sanctions on Russia, what, a couple of weeks ago ish? Yeah. Yep. Wouldn't this been more effective when we put sanctions on them in the first place? Well, you see, we were trying to avoid these high gas prices at the pump, right? Yeah. But and by the way, never- Pat, so this is a really ironic story and really funny. Um, uh-huh. over the weekend, my wife and I were out doing some errands and we had like a half a tank of gas or so. Right. And my wife's like, well, should we fill up? I was like, gas prices are, right now. There's a run on, on gas, right? There's going to be this massive run and rush of people. So the price is going to overinflate. Let's just give it a few days or a week and, and let it. You're regretting that now, aren't you? Yeah, like uh, almost 50 <laughs> cents a gallon more. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because uh, here in Chicago this we- this past weekend, it was at 4.09 at the gas station down the down the street from us. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yesterday when I went to go uh, take some clients out on some showings, um, 4.56 a gallon at the same Ooh. gas station. 4.56 a gallon. Now, I did the smart thing. I went to the Costco and got it for 31 cents cheaper a gallon. Uh-huh. But ouch. Ouch, Pat. Ouch. <laughs> I, I just yeah, that's purple. Yeah, that 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 it when so if if we would have been on empty, it would have cost us and we we have a pretty newer vehicle in the family Mm -hmm. it would have cost us almost $90 to fill up dang that's brutal I mean I I drive I drive a Chevy truck but I work from home so I don't leave the house very often so Mm -hmm. I'm lucky if I have to fill up once a month if at all yeah and, and I've actually been switching up some of what I do with my clients Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just simply refusing to go out every single day, right? And show them properties. That's just not going to happen anymore. So I'm picking a couple of days a week in which I'm doing showings. So that I, it's more efficient time-wise for me and more importantly, gas-wise, right? So right. maybe it's Tuesday, Thursday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
and then that's it. I'm not going out on the weekends. I'm not doing those things because it, it's just, it's not affordable anymore. It, it's starting to affect business. And that's the thing that um, they're not understanding. It, it's not just the truckers. It's not just that. It's the people who travel every day for work. Right. People who are in real estate, people who are in businesses in which you have to go face to face every single day. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's a that's a massive effect on business. So, yeah. But um, here's the shocker of all shockers, Pat. Um, gas prices, regardless or irregardless, however you want to say it, but it is regardless is the right way to say it. Right. Um, regardless of what we do, gas prices are still going to go up. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. at least according to Joe Biden. At least according to Joe Biden. Why according to Joe Biden? It's going to go up. <laughs> Can't do much right now. Russia's responsible. Now, that's one That's one statement. Now, Pat, I, I, I've got another statement, and, and I'm going to make you guess. Which one was a truth and which is a lie? Okay. Let me be clear about uh, two other points. First, it's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. Even amid the pandemic, companies in the United States pumped more oil during my first year in office than they did during my predecessor's first year. We're approaching a record levels of oil and gas production in the United States, and we're on track to set a record of oil production next year. In the United States, 90% of onshore oil production takes place on land that isn't owned by the federal government. And of the remaining 10% that occurs on federal land, the oil and gas industry has millions of acres leased. They have 9,000 permits to drill now. They could be drilling right now, yesterday, last week, last year. They have 9,000 to drill onshore that are already approved. So let me be clear. Let me be clear. They are not using them for production now. That's their decision. These are the facts. We should be honest about the facts. Speaking of facts, Pat, I will give you uh -huh. a hint. There is only one thing that he said that is absolutely true. The rest is either a flat-out lie or a complete manipulation of the facts. Well, I know one of the lies is that his administration is not uh, stopping energy production here in the United States. Yeah, they kind of are. I mean, do you remember this thing? It's called, uh, what's it called? Oh, the, 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 the Keystone XL pipeline. Mm -hmm. Remember how he shut that down within like, what was it, like his first month? As no, it was, it was literally the first hour of his presidency. Oh, it was the first hour. Okay, yeah. So um, <laughs> he's been doing this for the last freaking year. So that was a bold-faced lie. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with the other lie being the, all about the leasing um, of, of land because that's not how leasing works. Yeah, we can get into that. Um, um, but but you are correct on on those lies. Is there a truth that he spoke at all? 
Um, I'm going to go with the idea that uh, a lot of the our onshore oil production is not owned by federal, by the by the federal government. Okay, yeah. So in that second mm -hmm. video, yes, you are correct. That was mm -hmm. the truth. That is the truth. Ninety percent of it is not on federally owned land. Right. That is true. However, most of that has already been explored and exploited, quote-unquote. There's the obfuscation of that truth, right? He's, he's telling you right. one part of the story there. Right. The other part of this story is that the most promising parts of oil, natural gas exploration are on federally owned lands. The other other part that he's not telling you is that the federal government, even during the Trump administration, has been doing what? Gobbling up land under the guise of the federal government, right? So right. there's more and more federal land that is prime drilling areas. He's also not telling you that he has blocked and has challenged in federal court every single opportunity to lease new lands. He has put a ban on any new lease of federal land for oil exploration especially in Anwar, especially up in Alaska, right? Where we right. know that there is the potential to extract tons and tons and tons and tons of oil, the potential. But the real truth that he said between those two clips is that there's nothing they can do right now, nothing. And, we, and I've been emphasizing this all week. That is true. There is literally nothing that we can do to change the course of this. It doesn't matter if we buy our oil from the horrible people of Venezuela, and by horrible people, I mean the government, the horrible government of Saudi Arabia, the horrible government in Iran. It doesn't matter if we buy that oil from them. Does it matter if we restart the Keystone Pipeline? And that's where I was going with this. Because mm -hmm. here's the God's honest truth. We still would have to build the rest of the Keystone XL pipeline. We, we stopped building it. We didn't stop the spigot. We weren't even ready to fully integrate the Keystone XL pipeline. It is true that parts of it were flowing, right? Right. But most of it had not been online yet when he stopped it. And here's the ironic part. Tribes in North Dakota are still in court over his executive order because it violates treaties signed with their sovereign nations. Now, even if he opened up every single lease, every single opportunity, how long before oil production happens out of those drills. Isn't it hard to say? We have literally no idea. Mm -hmm. Why do we have no idea? 
And this is this is the back to you your point about he doesn't understand what leasing is. Right. He th- seems to think that they're just sitting on this crap doing nothing. Pat, what is a lease? Uh, well, in this particular case, these leases give them the right to explore. Yeah, at an even more basic level than that, it is a it is an exchange of money for a piece of property, right? Right. I am going to agree to pay you X amount of dollars per month or per year or whatever, right? Right. In exchange for either, I don't know, owning the land or using the land or renting an apartment or a home or whatever have you. At its basic level, it is a one-to-one exchange of money for property um, on a agreed-upon continuum. Keep in mind, they don't own this property. Right. So what company is going to pay a lease and sit on it? None of uh, them. No one. No, none, none of them. None of them. Mm-hmm. The reality is that, yes, there are 9,000 unused, quote unquote, leases, but they're not unused. It's that they have yet to be able to find the oil within those lands. And by the way, this is speculation. Okay, this is lease speculation. They are leasing those lands in the hopes that they find oil. Now, on top of that, let's say in the they magically tomorrow in all 9,000 of them find oil. Is it oil that's going to be able to be produced as regular petroleum or is it going to be oil that produces heavy crude, light crude? Is it oil that can't be refined enough to be used in gasoline and put into cars? We have no idea, literally none. So here's the reality of the situation. He's right. There is nothing that we can do. There is nothing. Where he gets it wrong, and this is the emphasis that we've been putting on the right syllable, and where the right, the the GOP, the Mitch McConnells, the morons, on the right, the Stu Peters of the world, get it wrong. The time to have done something, the time to have potentially fixed this issue was a year ago, was to have never done what Joe Biden did in the first freaking place. Now, the biggest lie that was told is not necessarily totally a lie. Okay, Pat, I'm about to put a chart up for you. But what did what did he talk to you or talk to us about when it came to oil production numbers, right? That were at record highs? No, he didn't say mm-hmm. that. Oh, okay, okay, what? He said that said. they are producing more they produced more oil in his first year in office than was produced during the first year of Trump's presidency. That's likely true. That is true, but it is an absolute spin on reality. Right. Because I'm about to put up a chart. This is 
by the way, our entire field production of crude oil in the history of this country. In what you are seeing, by the way, this low point, Pat. Mm-hmm. Okay, that low point that you are seeing is 2008 at 5,000 barrels a day. So what is it? Five million barrels of oil a day. 2009 sure. is the first full year of Obama's presidency, and it's about 5.3 million barrels of oil a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> That's in 2009. When Trump takes office, and his first full year in office would be 2017. We have right. gone from 5.3 million to 9.3 million. We have significantly increased. And by the way, that number is about flat even with the height of the Obama presidency. Now what you will notice is in 2019, so the, the second to last year, of the Trump presidency. We were producing 12 million barrels of oil every day. In 2020, that number did decrease to 11.2 million barrels of oil a day. Why? The price of gasoline had significantly decreased, and on top of it, COVID. Right? Right. That makes sense. So, yes, technically, at 11.1 million barrels of oil a day, he is above where Donald Trump's presidency started in 2017. Like 2,000 or 2 million barrels of oil a day better. But that doesn't tell the full story, right? No. Not even close. The full story here is that we are down a million barrels of oil every day in one year. We are down a million barrels of oil from pre-COVID to today. If you stretch that out over 365 days, Pat, that gets you 3.65 billion barrels of oil. You think that would have a small dent? And, And more importantly, we're importing about half a billion barrels of oil a day from other countries. Gee, it's almost like what we're saying here is, um, and more importantly, from Russia, the, what what we're seeing at the gas pumps, and what we're seeing in terms of gas prices and oil prices, energy prices, all could have been avoided. Um, it, I don't know if it would have been avoided, but, but what I mean, I'm saying is that what I'm saying, shape, right? I and mean, what the numbers say, what were you saying, Pat? Mm-hmm. Well, we I'm just saying we would at least be in better shape. I'm not saying that we wouldn't have seen an increase. 
I'm just saying, would we be in the position that we are right now? Right. It is the we are we are right now seeing the impacts of the choices that Biden made. Right. Technically, in 2021, we should have seen an increase in production because 2020 we would we we would have we would have seen an increase in production over 2020 because of the shutdowns on COVID. Right, the offshore drilling, the onshore drilling, all the all of the things that didn't happen in 2020. Right, we should have seen no matter what an increase, but we've seen a net decrease. And a gross decrease, by the way, in daily oil production. It is the decisions that the Biden administration made to stop the exploration, to stop the ability of us to grab the oil up in Alaska and move it to the United States via a direct pipeline that killed our ability to be energy independent. By the way, that strategic oil reserve, as, as we've talked about, is almost gone. Has that made a hill of a beans of difference? No. No, no, not at all. And now we are left in a situation in which if we are really in major crisis mode in this country, let's say an EMP hits or something like that, and we need access to our own oil, we are now at, what, three quarters reduced of our strategic oil reserve? We have now hurt our national security future for some sort of, what, one-day temporary situation? And I'm not saying that, again, I want to emphasize this enough. Biden is right. There is nothing that we could do today that would impact tomorrow's gas prices. But the impact on today's gas prices is because of the decisions over the last year to produce less, to squeeze the ability for production to happen. And then when crisis comes down the road, you would think that if we learned anything from 2020, right, and the crisis that happened there, that we would want to make sure that we avoid that situation going forward. It, it, it just boggles my mind the stupidity of Biden, of his administration. It boggles my mind how stupid they think the American people are. It really does, Pat. It absolutely 100% boggles my mind. Now, before we transition away from this story, um, do not forget, folks, please support shows that you know, made a choice to stand on principle, made a choice uh, to bet on themselves. One of those shows is Defenders Live. You can catch that show at 9 p.m. Eastern time over on Rumble. Just check out Defenders Live. Um, you can check it out at doaeshow.com. Um, I believe they're also on Facebook for a little while. Um, they've got a really cool thing going, but you can chat with them live. Um, join the show. They talk about the news of the day, bring some humor. Uh, it's a good way to to end your day, if you will. Again, check out Defenders Live with Stephen and Dylan. Yes, Pat, you you look like you want to say something. It, it, I was going to say it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, hip show. 
Just saying. I I, I would totally check that out. Pat? <laughs> yes? I am older than you. <laughs> and I am hipper than you. <laughs> <sighs> the we ironic use you. of hipness with Pat Oni. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually had this conversation yesterday between... It was us, Izzo, and and Steven and Dylan, and um, we were. T- I can't remember what we were talking about, but we were talking about that. And and Dylan, Dylan just said he wasn't as hip as the kids these days, um, because mm-hmm. you know he he and Andrew are the, are the same age. And then I just said, you know, well, I guess that just leaves Dylan or, or Steven, myself, and uh, Ashley, because you know we're all younger, and therefore we're more hipper. And then I realized I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. I'm pretty sure that was a an incorrect use of the word hipper. Yeah. And then Stephen's wife saw it, and, and yep, then yep. Uh, mm-hmm. hilarity mm-hmm. ensued. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. congratulations, Pat. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I dated myself, and I also just showed how hip I am not. That's what you called your life pre Ashley, right? You you just dated yourself. Well, I was actually talking about common sense, actually, but but um, I, yeah, I, I meant your um, wife, Mrs. Pat. Oh, yeah. Well, because yeah, my wife's also's name is Ashley, so you're you're welcome, um, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Now, having said all of that, please mm-hmm. go ahead and check them out on Rumble. Uh, they're live there for at least the first hour. There's a second hour of the show, but you got to be a defender, and uh, you can do that at doaeshow.com. And by the way, do not forget, you can also be a critical thinker by going to criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe, $5 a month, gets you access to the afterthought, um, about 15, maybe 20 minutes, um, just one topic. And again, today we're going to talk about woke capitalism killing capitalism, and we're going to prove it vis-a-vis Russia. So why don't we do this? It is a WTF Wednesday, but before we get into the bulk of WTF, why don't we uh, play some B or not the B? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Lay that headline on me one time, maybe two times. Okay. Okay. All right. Here here we go. Fun uses for your masks now that mandates are lifted. Fun uses for your masks now that mandates are lifted. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about the Andrew Coppins folks. Uh, if you haven't heard about DM and American Pride Roasters, um, they lost their house to some very inclement tornado weather over the weekend, and they could really use your help. Um, they have a Funly.com account going around um, that really they could just use all of our help. If you're feeling charitable, they are a great uh, it, it's it's a great company support, but it, you know this family also needs our support. So. Um, please go to their, their funly account. And if you're feeling charitable and, and see if you can help them out today, anything, anything counts, anything matters, anything will be helpful for them as they get back on their feet. Um, th- this is just a, a group of people that are just in a time of need. So if you could, please do that. Um, DM has been a great sponsor of critical thinking of the Pat Oni show, um, of, of defenders live and Ransom Vizzo. So um, we we really want to help them out any way that we can. So so please do that. Um, and please also don't go to American Pride Roasters right now. Yeah. As 
the last thing they need that Dave and, and Tim and, and the folks at uh, at the company need. Yeah. So so please do that. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, it's just a funny dog. By the way, do you know how much they're up to now? Yes. Uh, I just refreshed the page. Um, they are just shy of $13,000 on that. Just shy wow. of 13000 at 12925 Um, I feel like... Um, so growing up, Pat, um, the CP Center, the Cerebral Palsy Center in Green Bay, um, mm-hmm. it's one of the largest in the country, by the way. Um, they do some amazing, amazing work. Um, they've got this um, really cool therapeutic pool and, and things like that that I used quite a bit growing up um, just with like my joint issues and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just to be able to, to loosen things up and, and whatever. But, um, but they also run a telethon, which happens to have been last weekend. Um, and that telethon raises millions of dollars. Like I think 10 years ago is the first time they raised a million dollars in one weekend, just a local telethon local to the green Bay viewing area. If you will, that's incredible. But in three days for this community to also raise this kind of money is absolutely incredible. But I feel like I am the, 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 the people who would run the totes, right? The tote board. Like, what is, what are we up to today? Like every hour, right? Like what's this hour's tote? And then we get to the final hour, uh, 30 minutes to go, 15 minutes to go, 10 minutes to go, five minutes to go. And here's our final tally. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think you, you would have, uh, enjoyed the fact that, uh, we, we really support the, uh, CP center back home, but, uh, $12,925. I would love to see this at $15,000 by the end of today. I would love to see it. I would love to see us get to $25,000 by the end of this week. I really would. Um, they could use every penny of that to help rebuild their home, to help rebuild their lives, to help them be able to sustain themselves. Because as you know, insurance companies can be held to deal with. Yes. And he even mentioned the Red Cross came by. They stared at his home and then never bothered to talk to anybody. So um, he's going to need help. They're going to need money to sustain themselves and and hopefully uh, get the business back up and running. Um, But yeah, let's keep on going. Now, with that having been said, Pat, um, one more time with the headline. Fun uses for your masks now that mandates are lifted. Is this the be or not the be? Andrew Coppins, your answer. Hang on a second. Oh, there's the softball. I'm hitting it out of the park because this is the Babylon Bee. Are you sure? Yes. Because you're leaving out the whatever, however many number, eight ways or ten ways or seven ways. It is eight fun uses of for for masks now that your your mandates are lifted okay um and, and you're right this is the babylon b by the way it's a hundred dollars of dominic Izzo's network marketing ponzi scheme money see you keep saying the quiet part out loud I, i'm wondering if I, he even hears it yeah that's true mm-hmm. well Masks are always useless against COVID-19, and now they are doubly useless because the pandemic is over all of a sudden. But your masks need not be useless any longer. Check out these eight fun uses for your masks. One, toilet paper. 
Might as well stockpile now. It's only a matter of time before the bombs start dropping and people run straight for the toilet paper. Two, wardrobe for a stage production. You could make an awesome rocking Technicolor dream coat out of random masks. <laughs> uh, three, uh, impressing girls by pretending to be a doctor. Cosmopolitan says women are really into doctor to the Dr. Fauci look these days. <laughs> um, four, train robbing. This is just to protect you from the hundreds of other train robbers. Five, gag gift for Secret Santa. Oh, aren't you so silly? Six, fill with treats for hands-free snacking. That cheese. We know, we know you were already doing that anyway. Seven, uh, making Ron DeSantis mad. Walk right up to Ron DeSantis and wear a mask right in his face. That will really tick him off. And number eight, to wear on the long, the, to wear on the log flume ride to protect you from the droplets. The horror, <laughs> the horror. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh. That Ron DeSantis part is hilarious because he's not mad at the people. He's just the ridiculousness of wear a mask because the governor is coming. No, 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 no. All right. So that's another hundred dollars of Izzo's money in our pockets. That's fantastic. Uh, can't wait for us for him to actually pay us. I mean, we did buy into his Ponzi scheme. That That's way to. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're, we had to pay him. How did, how did and, and then we, we were supposed into, to make money. How, how did we buy into his Ponzi scheme? Well, you you see, in order for us to to get money out of this, we we had to be on the same network as him. And and then so we paid in, and and then we brought people along with us, right, Pat? And then um, we were supposed to get paid off of all those people that we brought into this marketing company and he promised us a hundred dollars every time we got a story right as a bonus yes pat um i don't know if you've noticed but we're not on a network anymore wait what we're, we're, we're not on a network anymore so i don't know how this works right but but he still promised us a hundred dollar bonus for every story we got correct and brought into the Never mind, Pat. You're not. It's beyond you. You, you don't get it, do you? No, no. It's uh above my my ginger head, apparently. No comment. But it is a WTF Wednesday, by the way, Pat. Yes, it is. And with that, um, you know what, Pat? I I'm gonna treat you. On a WTF Wednesday, I'm going to treat you. Okay, so I, so I just sit back and relax? Like, Correct. Like, like, what do you sit mean back, relax, okay. and enjoy the Vice President of the United States of America. Imagine a future. The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and, and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine 
that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. What in the actual fudge was that? I thought you said I could sit back and relax. What did I just watch? That was Kamala Harris talking to the freight industry because they're going electric. You know what would be fun, Pat? It Mm -hmm. would be real fun if we had a vice president who didn't talk to every audience that was in front of her as if they were five. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, did, did did you notice by chance the smirk that she had on her face as she was talking to everyone? She had that's a perma thing. That is that is a thing that she does all the time, along with the cackle, right? It, it, it's it's very patronizing, by the way. Um, oh, her entire speech, and condescending. Her entire tone is mm-hmm. always condescending. It's why she couldn't even make it on the stage for the first freaking debate. It, I just it, 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 it what I don't understand, Pat, is how do you fail as badly as she does at every level up the ladder and still continue to climb the ladder? Well, that all depends on how you climb the ladder. I see what you're putting down, and I am not going there, Pat. <laughs> but but honest to God, this has gotta be the dumbest, most con you you want to talk about mansplaining? Should we just call? <laughs> no, that's that's actually a great, great way to put it. This isn't even mansplaining. Like mansplaining, actually looks less offensive than this. <laughs> Holy! So, so what? I, I have a question. What? What is this then? Like, like, like? If it's not mansplaining, what? What is it? Kamala's splaining. <laughs> Kamala's. Mother of God. All right, Pat. So it's WTF Wednesday. You got headlines for us? I, I do. Um, oh are, are you are you ready? I need a palate cleanser. A- anytime Kamala Harris comes on my screen, I need a palate cleanser. Do you need to go take a shower? No. Ew, no. Okay. No, Pat, no. I just, I didn't know if you needed to like, like cleanse yourself of listening to Kamala. Moving on. Okay. Headline, please. Um, all right. So uh, headline here. Uh, by the way, do you remember that um, that hog kid? You're going to have to be more specific. Are you talking you, you about a remember, kid from Iowa? You don't remember that hog kid? You know, oh, hog? that uh, condescending prick? Yes, that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that guy from Parkland who, who uh, became a tool of and the left is at Harvard. Sure, yeah, um, that that, that yeah. kid. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You mean well, the kid who Harvard... is going to sell more pillows than uh, my pillow? Yes. Yes. Hmm, okay. the, the, that business that he gave up on like six months ago or whenever that was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like um, like eighteen months well, ago, Pat. Was it eighteen months ago? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Is it been that long already? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, Harvard genius David Hogg. I don't think they're using the term genius correctly here. But anyway, Harvard genius David Hogg wants you to match up with Russian soldiers on Tinder to help Ukraine. At the risk of going down a rabbit hole I don't want to go down, what pray tell is the logic behind this, Pat? Well, let me let me let me just read you his tweet on this because this is this is this is oh this is this is just comedy gold. Okay. Imagine if instead of just wait, 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 wait. I'm done after the very is this just a takeoff of Kamala Harris's speech? No, it's not. Imagine a world. Speech. Imagine a world. Imagine if instead of just posting stuff on social media about Ukraine, people worked to find Russian soldiers on social media, if they're on there, and worked worked encouraged defection plus surrender plus sabotage. Here's an outdated OSS manual for a rough idea. Match them on Tinder and other dating apps. Find them on Russian social media. Post as a Russian soldier on Russian social media about how stupid the war is. Mm. Uh, I'm just go- just trying to think of things that would be more impactful than just posting hashtags. I, I, I normally I encourage a a a thought process, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Because that's exactly what this show really is. This is us thinking yeah. out loud. This is us working through the news and the problems of the day out loud. But in this specific case, stop thinking, bro. Just just stop. Please. I mean, just just stop. As someone who met their wife on Tinder, by the way. Wait, um, wait, back the freight train up. Mormons <laughs> are on Tinder? Uh yeah. You you don't have your own Mormon version of Tinder? Oh no, no, no. They they do they do. I don't remember what it's called, but they do. Um, but uh, yeah. It just I, seems I, antithetical I, to Mormonism. <laughs> I mean, did did we use it for what most people use Tinder for? Probably not. I I would assume not. So, yeah. What in the actual? How do you use? I I don't think this is what Tinder's used for. No, no. So (laughs) I thought he was going to go down the road of if you were just you know um, using Tinder the way that it's usually used for, you would preoccupy the Russian soldier from being able to commit war crimes. And then pretend that he didn't know what was going on. Or she, because how dare I assume the gender, right? Right. All right. Now, moving forward, um, any more headlines? Oh, yes, I have more headlines. Um, Remember how New Zealand went full tyranny two years ago to keep COVID from spreading? Yeah, they went like they were probably the first COVID zero country, I would I would argue outside of China. Yeah, um, 
the CDC just issued a travel advisory for uh, New Zealand due to their very high level of COVID-19. Wait, what? Uh-huh. Do you mean um, not allowing foreign travel, not allowing repatriation into the country? Yeah. Um, anybody who had gotten COVID yeah. being put into um, like literally a concentration camp. Yep. Um, vaccinating everybody, whether they liked it or not. Um, yeah. and by vaccinating, I mean, therapeuticing, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. everybody, you mean yeah, to tell me all of that and, and, and they're, they're having an outbreak. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are, mm-hmm. but, but COVID zero and, and remember New Zealand is, is, um, a model of success, Pat. Are they? Um, last I checked, um, they were over twenty four thousand cases a day. Isn't that a lot for New Zealand? Yeah, that would be, I think, equivalent to like hundreds of millions of cases here. Yeah. So is that bad? Well, not not necessarily. And see, this is the rub of of all of this, right? Just because you've got a case of COVID doesn't mean much. Mm -hmm. Because again, from the very get-go, we've been, the the testing antigen levels have been so freaking low that you you could catch anything. Um, Number two, how many people are being caught that are asymptomatic? Number three, how many people are whoop-de-doo, I'm good in 48 hours? I... What are we doing caring about case numbers at all? I mean, obviously, hospitalizations have to be increasing. Obviously, the death toll has to be increasing, too, right? You would think. You would think, yeah. And I haven't looked at it, but two years of literally the most fearful reaction to COVID in the world, and and none of it worked. You, you know how pissed off that society has to be in fact i do know how pissed off that society has to be why pat because the new zealand government cracked down on uh covid19 protests this past weekend all over the islands of new zealand they were protesting against all the measures that are being put in place Mm -hmm, mm-hmm Oh, sweet freaking irony. Uh, All right, Pat, one more headline. Well, okay, one more headline. Uh, Joe Biden, Joseph Marionette Biden, quote, how did we get to a place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to invade Russia? Yes, Pat, your hands up. Um How do you, how do you, um, it, it isn't Russia where, where Putin is, is, uh, in charge of, um, correct. How do you, um, how do you invade your own country that you already, uh, are in control of? Wait, read that headline one more time. Uh, how, how did we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to invade Russia? Genius. I, yeah. I just, can, um, can we, can, and, and I had this conversation with uh, Mrs. Coppins the other day. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
can we just all agree that um, if you are at least over the age of 75, you, you, you do not pass go, you do not collect $200, and you sure as hell do not become president of the United States of America. And I don't care if you're Republican, Libertarian, Democrat, Democratic Socialist, Communist, Anarchist, uh, Anarcho-Capitalistic. I don't care. You are the leader of the alleged strongest nation this earth has ever seen. I mean, if, if there's an age limit, like like a minimum age to become president, why not? Why not put a maximum age in there? And I get why there's a limited age, or a limit to the age. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. So do I. Because, I mean, now it makes more sense because of life experience, right? But back in the day, it had more to do with they wanted the – I mean, because the average life expectancy then was in like the 50s maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe 60s at best, at best when they put this in. So you had to have been at least halfway through your life. Nowadays, that would mean you would have to be in your 40s before you could become president. There's something yeah. to be said for life experience. I, I, I just, God, America deserves everything we're getting right now. And can we? Can I just say this, right, right, quick, right? Everything that uh-huh. we have talked about, right? Here's the response to this. God, I just want normal back. No, normal never was. I don't want normal back because pre-COVID normal was shit. Pre-COVID normal sucked. Our society was ill pre-COVID. Why would I want that? Here's what I want. Us to roll back to that time and then and then <clears throat> reorder our society back towards God and its and the principles of which we were supposed to stand. Works for me. I I just, I want no part. Go ahead. Let's roll back to pre-COVID at least health and and policy-wise, right? Let's let's go back and roll back to that. But then let's go ahead and have a conversation about how shitty our society was at that point in time. Please, let's have that conversation. Now, do not forget, you can tune into the afterthought on criticalthinking.locals.com. Again, criticalthinking.locals.com. Backslash subscribe, $5 a month gets you that. Uh, 15, 20 minutes extra every single Monday through Friday. This week, we are giving it to you for free. So go ahead and check it out. Um, And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And let's go, Brandon. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. And for the love of God, do not listen to Kamala Harris. As always, Matthew 547. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.